This episode is the introduction to a cleanse on your relational world. Cleansing your relational world and your dynamics can support you in feeling joy in your life now, being more present, and releasing old ties that have kept you tied in. Also, just some brief updates about my trip to Mexico, as well as a recent proprioceptive writing retreat and the sensual topics that have come out of that. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Embody Podcast, a show about remembering and embodying your true nature, inner wisdom, embodied healing, and self-love. My name is Candice Wu, and I'm a holistic healing facilitator, intuitive coach, and artist sharing my personal journey of vulnerability, offering meditations and guided healing support, and having co-creative conversations with healers and wellness practitioners from all over the world. Starting today, February 10th, 2020, for one month, I will be offering the first part of the dream classes that's on Skillshare for free. This is about how to uncover and awaken your dream life, the basics of remembering and recording your dreams. So it's how to prepare your body somatically and energetically to be able to better remember your dreams and tips and tools for recording those dreams so that you can catch those dream fragments and stories as you wake up. You can find the class at CandiceWu.com slash dreamclass1, and you'll be able to sign up for a free membership there where the class is free once you get into Skillshare. There you can also find other classes on how to support yourself in waking up your dream life and recording your dreams, accessing your dreams, the importance of dream work, and how it can support you in your life as well as upcoming dream classes that I will be creating on how to glean the wisdom from your dream life for your waking life, for your heart and your soul, and for who you are. Welcome back to the Embody Podcast. This week, I am in Mexico. And uh, last week, you may have heard the episode on solo travel, some of my fears that I was deconstructing, and what was happening for me as I began the journey again to live abroad and travel. At this point, I am in Mexico. I'm in Mexico City. It would be today that I'd be transiting to Oaxaca with a friend. And if you want to hear about my travels and how it's going, you'll have to tune in next week because I'm recording this one week in advance so that I can let myself have time to settle in without worrying about the podcast and internet and all that stuff and just let myself surrender, wander, and explore just the way I want to. One of the most exciting things for me about travel is to set myself into a completely different environment that lets me see then see myself more deeply and also see where I'm holding constructs that um, are not really real, but you know, just one way of being because I get to experience the constructs in another environment or from a totally different angle and language set. Especially when another language is involved, it comes with an entire embodied way of being an entire experience set that lives within the words and the experience of that culture. 
So I, I'm excited for that. And that relates right to what I did last weekend, which was a proprioceptive writing retreat at Hope Springs Institute. It was just what I needed. I feel like it was the perfect retreat for me to get connected with myself on a deeper level, aligned to my experience, what I mean when I speak, what I, where I'm coming from, and yet also a stronger awareness of the space in between me and my projections or me and my thoughts, me and the experiences I've had, so that uh, I'm more centered in my aware self. Coming up soon, I'll also do an episode about that writing retreat and the process of it and perhaps read some of the writings that came through. And it really is a process of listening inward and observing what comes through and writing it down. And then asking the question of what do I mean by and whatever word has some aliveness to follow that thread of energy and let it come through as to what is held in the proprioceptive being, the, the being of us that is aware of space and time and aware of our body and holds the experience of this life and all the lives that came before it in terms of past and lineage. So it was amazing. And I hope to do a constellations retreat there. So for all of you who have been asking about a retreat, it's coming. And this place is magical and the perfect place to do it. A couple of weeks ago, I spoke about Mary Oliver in the episode where I read her poem, Wild Geese, and I'm still stuck with the words, you only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. And this writing retreat brought me closer to what I love and what touches me in a really deep way. And some of the themes that I've been exploring right now are sleep disruptions and tiredness, eroticism, gassiness, who people are to me and the ones that seem highlighted in my life, my associations around fuck and fucking, the words fuck and fucking, sensuality, intimacy, polyamory, and play. It's a lot of relationship stuff and um, sexuality and sensuality. I've been curious about true intimacy, like the deepest kind where there is bare seeing and nothing to hide and nothing to hide from. And that even the most mundane things have this vulnerable, intimate, erotic quality to them when seen in that kind of light and that beauty. I had a romantic experience with someone recently that just brought me to this level of artistry, presence, and being. And it also reminded me of The Great Tamer, this um, dance production that I recently saw in New York that had this quality of presence, seeing, and the, the mundane things as sensual and beautiful, yet also macabre and deathly and disjointed um and this remembering of things bringing things together so all that's floating around in me and um if you're interested in that show or hope springs uh or the proprioceptive writing retreat i'll link that all in the show notes and um get a little taste of what's been going on for me 
would stay tuned for that episode where I do talk more about proprioceptive writing because it is a, an important process now in my life. And I think it's really helpful and just aligns with a lot of the ways that I already tune in and listen. And to write it down gives it another level, but there's this slowness to the quality of the process that um, is really powerful, especially when shared with another person or a group. But now for today's topic, I want to talk about cleansing our relationships. Bringing them all up to speed to the present moment. That is to say, to align to the right now, the truth of this moment, and giving a space for what wants to have been said and what wants to be said now, as well as heard or received in the interaction and exchange between you and another that may have been lingering and festering inside you for a long time or that may be very present with you now in terms of um, timing that it's happening now in your life. Have you had a relationship with someone that long ended, and this can be a friend relationship, a colleague, a family member, an animal, an intimate relationship, any anyone, but that this relationship is still tugging on you in some way or coming back. Relationships are held within you. They're not just a physical experience and on the physical dimension. So just discarding them or ending it doesn't always do the job. If we're fully integrated in that moment and feeling all the feels and acknowledging all of what is there, which is hard as a human being, then maybe, maybe it is done. And only you know. But if you've ever had that relationship that you haven't been in contact with someone for years or even decades, but you can't stop thinking about a certain thing about it, and it perhaps bugs you or it hurts, or you want it to go away and you push it away, or better yet, you're having dreams and they're coming into your dreams, or the thought like, why can't I get over this or over them, or why won't this leave me, this layer of frustration over the experience. And so if we let the frustration set to the side or any other feelings of shame or guilt, just give a little space for what else wants to be said. What else needs to be seen or acknowledged within that dynamic and dimension and relationship, then perhaps it can truly integrate and end. There is a reason that it's coming back. And that overall reason is that there's something here for you to hold into your heart. There's something to feel through about it. And there's some wisdom there. And then there's some letting go or some feeling through and releasing, perhaps. Whatever it is, is likely unconscious or buried so deep because it could be painful or it could be uncomfortable. Or maybe you just haven't given yourself the time. And this is a chance here in this experiential to give yourself the space, the awareness, attention, and love to hold the experience, to let whatever it is in that relationship be heard, 
be acknowledged so that you can truly move on in your heart, in your psyche, in your soul, and in your body. So it's a chance to hit the refresh and reset button. And sometimes this does mean saying goodbye fully, where parts of you haven't. Or sometimes it just energetically ends certain dynamics and patterns, ways of being between you and this person or the meanings that you apply in this relationship. Perhaps it just changes all that up, lets that end, and allows you to have something new going forward, whether that's with this person or not. But you cleanse the palate, so to speak. We are working with our shadow, with whatever we project in this experience onto the other person, what they mean to us and how we perceive them, the meaning of the interaction or exchange. And when we look at the shadow, when we connect with a person that has meant anything to us, there usually is a golden part of the shadow and a dark part. And to fully integrate, in my experience, noticing and witnessing Feeling through both has allowed it to fully digest and to organically have its place and for me to move on if moving on is necessary or whatever the movement is that wants to come through next. So to receive the quote-unquote good and the bad, to integrate the whole of it the painful and pleasant parts. Nick Werber, one of my good friends and colleagues in family constellations and somatic work, he uh, also was on the podcast twice. He says that he does a ritual with those that he cares about. And it's, I say goodbye to who you were to make room for who you are. And that is an incredibly powerful statement to do that regularly with someone you love, whether that's together or within yourself, so that you can stay present to what's truly here now. And it's really our own perceptions of that person that we're saying goodbye to. And that's part of who we are. But this goodbye, this ending, allows us to take in something and find its completion, its fruits. You know, when someone dies or an experience ends, have you had that experience where you're just flooded with the feelings of appreciation or hurt or anger or fear? Just all these different emotions that you might have felt throughout the experience, and yet they're culminating and coalescing right at this peak moment where the goodbye is coming or happening. The ending lets us see what it truly was. And so if we give ourselves that ending on a regular basis, even internally, because each day has ended, because each moment ends as soon as it's had and a new moment begins, then we can truly be present or have more of our capacity in the present moment than in the past.
I think of horses and they're so present. Yes, they do have trauma and that that weaves in, but by and large, they face what's right in front of them and what they're presented with and they are congruent with their what their body wants and feels in that situation and express that outwardly. Sometimes they walk away from each other and they do it. They don't sort of do it. They don't think about it. They don't halfway do it. They do it. Or sometimes there's a little bristle between one horse and another and later they're over it and they're nuzzling. Sometimes that's their play and sometimes it's loaded with frustration or fight. But there's a clearness to how present they are in the moment. And they learn. They learn that if something feels different and it's a little safer, that they can begin to let their guard down just a little. And of course, it's at their pace. But the present moment gives them something new. And I wish that for all of you, that the present moment gives you something new, fresh, something you don't even know and expect, which, yes, I get can be scary. The unknown, but it can be magical to be present in that unknown, to hold yourself with love through whatever it feels like. I had a couple of these um, long term relationships living in me, even though they were long gone in real life, in quote unquote real life, you know, in the physical realm. And um, one of them, I was holding a lot of guilt and shame about how I acted with them. And it wasn't like I did anything wrong, but I noticed how needy I was in that situation. And this person just had a baby. And of course they had their own needs. I was just so clingy with them. And it, it took some time for me to notice all of what came up for me and why, why I was that way or what happened that led up to it and the belief sets that are underneath that. And all that was held with this place marker of this person. And it really wasn't about that person at all, but about my fears in that situation and what was left undone. So this is a chance to give yourself the attention and let your imagination come in so that whatever needs to happen can happen. Whatever did not get to happen can happen. And this is the way we can let ourselves digest it using that tool, the brilliant tool of our imagination to fuel and give resource to healing and wholeness. It's a chance to bring all the cells in our body, as much as we are aware of, to the alignment of who we are now and the present moment now, rather than leaving some incomplete and half half-baked, so to say, or half-moved through an experience, but to complete those as we see them. Knowing that not everything ever could be complete, but some can. So I'm going to divide this episode into two parts so that it's just this introduction and then the experiential, and that you can tune into the experiential on its own without all this extra stuff in front And if you want, you can repeat the experiential and do something like a a one-a-day cleanse or a a once-a-week cleanse 
where you do this experiential with another person, another person on perhaps the list you've made of all those important to you, all those who have been important to you or have touched your life in some way, both positively and negatively or pleasantly and painfully, however you see it, the whole dimension. Those that you wanted in your life and those you didn't. You could make a list of all those people. You could make a list of all the present people in your life. Those that you want to devote more time to or cultivate more. As well as those you may want to find a new distance or space or boundary with. And you get to choose. You get to take a look at that and see what's there and held in that relationship that uh, means something to you. And if you don't know where they are placed in your life right now or where you want to place them in a sense, what you want in terms of that relationship, and of course we can't control what they want, but what you want, then you could do this process and see what happens in the aftermath because I've often found that this has been a reset button where even where I thought I would say goodbye completely and walk away and give a lot of space in between me and this person, perhaps not communicate with them anymore or way less, that reset, that cleansing has brought something fresh in our relationship and a new desire in me to connect and from a different place of myself. So who knows? And I invite you to leave it open so that the space for something new can happen, whether that's being in their lives or not, whether that's new relationships coming in and the space for it, or other things that you can relate to and experience in your life that this gives space for. So tune into the episode as it comes out later this week, and I hope you enjoy it and find more space for being present in what you want here and now, today. Before we close today and we tune into the experiential, I want to mention the Ally with Death experiential. It's an audio experience now which guides you through a simulation of your death. I just wanted to bring it up because it really relates to this process of allying with death to integrate and bring space for presence. You can check it out at candicewood.com slash death. Also, if this episode has been interesting for you, you might touch into a few other episodes that relate to relationships, endings, letting go, and syncing up with the present, including the episode of toxic relationships and ancestry, the challenging relationships in your family. You can find that at candicewu.com slash toxic ancestry. The episode on relationships ending, good grief, at candicewu.com slash relationship endings. There's also the episode on energetic boundaries and how to strengthen your energetic field and clear any absorbed energy. And that's specifically episode 30A, Sorting and Clearing Your Vibration. You can find that at candicewoo.com slash EP30. 
And lastly, the episode on the past being over and some experientials there at candacewcom slash past is over. All of these will be linked in the show notes for you. So check it out as well as all the things I mentioned in the podcast today. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to sign up for the Embody Community Newsletter. And it's a newsletter that goes out once or twice a month, giving you updates on where I am in the world, what's going on with me, updates on podcasts and self-love notes, as well as any retreats and events that are coming up. You can find that at CandiceWu.com slash Embody. Thanks so much for joining me today. And see you next time on the Embody Podcast. Podcast.